What's up, everybody? This is Ryan, ATXML Podcast, and this is Locked in the Closet. happening everybody it is ryan atx metal podcast and today we are calling people that are also locked in their houses kind of sort of uh we're getting ready to contact let's see hunter h-u-n-t-e-r we're calling chernobyl hunter well that's how i have him stored in my phone but anyway let's give him a call that's some funny shit i'm not gonna Oh, hello, Mr. Hunter. Hey. How you living? It means uh, I got a belly full of Denho Chinese barbecue support local business. Oof, man, where'd you order that from? Denho Chinese barbecue. That's what I'm talking about. What's uh? Let's go favorite Chinese dish. What you got? Uh, well, today I went with the OG chicken fried rice, but usually I get the combo fried rice or their barbecue pork fried rice because it's goddamn delicious <laughs> what's your what's your go-to if you had to look on a menu and go i want that mm, their actual barbecue pork over rice and not fried rice all right because it's big old chunks of delicious barbecue pork and like i don't know what kind of seasoning they put on like the in the rice but they put like some seasoning and maybe like catch the drippings from the pork and like mm-hmm. put it in there and fuck oh god damn it, I'm hungry again. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, honey, get the phone. We're ordering seconds. Yep. So um you, man. for everybody listening, this is Hunter from Chernobyl <laughs> the Secret. I am Ryan from ATX Model Podcast. Today we are doing locked in the closet episodes. I'm not per se locked in the closet because I can get out uh, as long as my child does not lock the door from the outside. But we're just trying to get an inside look into what everybody's dealing with personally. And so we've uh, uh, we've contacted Hunter and he has been kind enough to take our phone call. And so, Hunter, I just want to I just want to start off with uh, thanks. I know that you guys just got off of tour and while you guys are on tour, all of this kind of started happening slash was already in the process. And today I just want to take a few moments to talk to you about your personal, how you've been affected personally, work, um, social life, stuff like that. And then uh, talk about the band or we can pepper it in. It doesn't matter. We can kind of go back and forth, but that's, that's the general premise. So how, how have you been doing personally? Let's start there. Okay, so personally, uh, got back from tour and immediately started working the next day again, and I'm working overtime, and I am an essential employee because I'm a welder in the semiconductor industry. <clears throat> okay. So I've, uh, you know, I'm not like scared of anything that's going on, but, you know, it's kind of like if I get it, I get it and got to roll with the punches. you one of those uh, people. But the fact that I work in such a large industry, I work with like 250 people minimum. I mean, I'm not necessarily like in contact with every single one of those people on a daily basis, but I am under the same roof. And in my section of our building, it's like I'm around, you know, 
26 other welders and quality inspectors and, you know, managers and all that kind of stuff. Right. Manufacturer support. So I just kind of try to stay in my little booth and just stay away from everybody. So as a welder, I know that semiconductors, when I think of semiconductors, to me, I'm thinking about chips inside of computers and stuff like that. Yep. But also when I think of welding, and I'm a car guy, I think of welding on on a much bigger scale. So, I mean, if you could, could you kind of just give me a rundown of actually what you weld or how you, I guess, assemble a semiconductor? Like, what what's what is your job, actually? Uh, how do you perform? All right. So I guess I it's, it's more broad for sure at my job. Like I do semiconductor, which you're right, is uh, it's not that I'm building the microchips. I build the systems that build the microchips. But yeah, okay. I do all kinds of shit, man. I do welding for oil and gas skids. I do, you know, pharmaceutical uh, gas lines pharmaceutical chemical uh, chemical lines i do food and beverage lines so like you know that that would be like the easiest reference for uh you know if you're ever inside of like a brewery and you look at like all their stainless steel piping really tubing matter uh that you know the whole systems run through that's kind of what i do across the board for the most part it's just all like different purities of tubing and stuff like semiconductors high purity tubing so it's all precise and freaking got to be perfect it's got like you know tolerances of 10 to 30 thousands which is like a sheet of paper oh no i mean i know i know all about them thousands my son my like dude whenever whenever i'm uh rebuilding an engine uh, when I have to measure the valve clearance, it's literally 0.07 to 0.09. I mean, the tolerance yeah, so is... so you got a bigger tolerance right there, but even then, that's only, you know, a sixteenth of an inch is a hundred thousand. So Seriously, yeah, like, still, I look at... still under that. I look at these little gauges that I'm using, and I'm just like, what? I remember when I first, like, I've been, I've been uh, working on cars specifically for one manufacturer for almost eight years. Before that, I was in the Marine Corps and a contractor for uh, different different contracting companies and worked as a mechanic uh, in a sense, but I've never really been inside uh, an engine until I started working for this company and started doing tolerances. And it just, it, it just, it blows my mind that there are people out there that construct these things and say, okay, this is what it has to be. And this is why. And so I can only imagine in the semiconductor world that you have even stricter tolerances that you have to adhere by. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Like, you know, if you get into, you know, I started in the clean room, so that's all like tiny, tiny shit, quarter inch, even all the way down to eighth inch. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's pretty gnarly in there, dude. Like you gotta be tight on all your stuff and the, problem with stainless is that it it moves it pulls and warps so much from the heat so like you kind of got to know what you're doing you got to like take your time and when when i'm building something not even in the clean room even just in the regular shop like you know say a car exhaust for example if it's got that tolerance in certain dimensions like i gotta pull every which way with my weld so like i gotta start my weld in certain part or certain spots 
to get it to pull the right way and vice versa. And then you got to tweak it all too, man. It's fucking pain in the ass, honestly. Now, are you running MIG, M-I-G, MIG or TIG? No, TIG. TIG? T-I-G. Yep. I uh, know. I like, uh, does the phrase whip and pause mean anything to you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I was, was that a with stick, stick welder and I was, yeah, I was a, I was a HVAC, uh, chill water pipe welder and I've done st- plenty of structural as well. I worked for like the, I don't know, the third largest, uh, prefab and erection company in, in the whole fucking state. And it's here in Texas it's called Dennis Steel. <clears throat> he said erection. I sure did. Sorry, just trying to really make use yeah. of these sample pads. Yeah, you know, welding. I've been doing it for a while. I'm over it, ready to take this music to the next level for <laughs> sure. But, uh, I definitely understand know. that, my dude. And uh, I just so so I just got off the phone with your counterpart, CJ. Uh, who does double work for yep. Barry the Rod and uh, Chernobyl the Secret? Uh, but I wanted yep. I wanted to talk to you today. Arms. Yeah, he does. He he definitely he's got four arms, two mouths, three dicks. Um, yeah, I've only Large dicks. <laughs> I've I've only seen one of the three dicks. But uh, but um, so as far as Chernobyl the Secret, let's. Uh, I know you guys just uh, did a two week West Coast run. Um, while all of this was. I guess more or less coming to the surface as far as the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, so give me a rundown of your guys' tour. I know that you had a little, uh, a little mishap on the front end. Um, you can go into that as much as you want to, or as little, uh, but, but just give me, give me a, give us and the listeners a kind of sense of, uh, how your tour was, uh, because CJ said that he broke the news to you guys that South by was canceled because of COVID-19. So how did that, yeah. I guess, how, what was your mindset going into the tour and then learning about, I guess, the, the widespread, um, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The widespread information that came out while you guys were on tour and then follow that with the closing parts of your tour. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, like it, it all started like right before we left. And to be totally honest, dude, like I feel like I got coronavirus like before we even left because I got sick as fuck. I just didn't have a cough, but I was sick and like I was always like clammy and sweaty. And that's like really kind of like only if I'm ever like running a fever, I just didn't check my temperature. Yeah. I actually recorded our new single fucking sick. And, uh, that's so sick, yeah, bro. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. But, uh, like, I don't know, man, we left knowing like, yeah, okay. Coronavirus, whatever. And you so, know, so first day. So you guys already oh. were aware of the coronavirus before you even embarked on your tour. Yeah, because I think, like, the first case was, like, in the U.S. confirmed case was, like, was you know, January. somewhere early, yeah, like, late January, early February or something like that. And it wasn't, like, you know, like, they were talking it up, but it wasn't kind of, like, how it is now, you know? Right, kind of downplaying uh, it, like, don't so, worry, don't freak out. Yeah, we left, you know, drove to halfway to Colorado, got to Denver, and my dumbass just didn't eat and didn't drink any fucking water. And I guess I got altitude sickness and I was just 
Oof. puking my guts away and couldn't hold anything down. Like I had to go to the ER. Everybody probably saw it on the story and shit. So they, <laughs> they damned that show out. And like only once I was actually at the ER really is kind of like whenever I realized that doctors here were already freaking out about it. Cause like I had them all asking me like, do you think it could be coronavirus and i'm like man i don't know fuck you're like yo i'm not the doctor like you tell me yeah exactly (laughs) test me test me bitch like (laughs) and they gave me a flu test i guess to see if i'd have you know certain symptoms uh yeah certain genes that show up in it and it came back negative so i'm not saying i got tested for coronavirus i i got a flu test and i didn't have the flu so well, I'm glad you're okay, uh, my man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we just had to take it day by day, man. I mean, you know, uh, we got Colorado Springs was the second day. We got snowed out and, you know, didn't have the best turnout because of that. And then had to cancel Salt Lake City because of snow and, you know, uh, you know, deaths on fucking certain highways that it shut down and everything. And then really kind of didn't hit like once until we got to uh cali man like because like that i don't know there was already you know all, all the states that we were in were red they were all lit up on the maps like as far as like having confirmed coronavirus cases right and you know we started in sacramento and four days later we're in san diego and it was like a like from sacramento to then it was like a whole different ball game dude like Every day it just got worse and, you know, the media took it to a whole nother level. And, you know, I'm thankful though that we got the tour before it all got real bad. Like I could definitely tell we had good crowd draws, don't get me wrong, but like, you know, it could have been better. And I think a lot of people were staying indoors and scared and fucking the whole other band that we were with the entire band was just sick with like every coronavirus symptom and I was like afraid they were going to get me sick and then Brittany ended up getting sick and uh Brittany you're uh, another guitarist right yes and like I'm incubated in a fucking van with her just coughing and just coughing over and over and over and I'm like yeah I'm probably going to go home and have the coronavirus if I didn't already but nobody had it man everybody got tested well not everybody but you know everybody went to their doctors and shit and I guess nobody had it yeah because I mean that's one of the things I was thinking about while you guys are on tour is that if there were to be any symptoms because pops pops hit me up and let me know because you know I I like to stay in the loop when our local homies go out on tour um, just so I can stay up to date. And so I can update, you know, whoever's back here paying attention to our page, which is like 14 people. But, um, but I just want, you know, whenever he told me, he was like, Hey, you know, Hunter, this, that, and the other, I was like, damn. Okay. Like, I hope he's okay. Oh, right. I forgot. He did tell you about the, that first night. Yeah. He was like, what a great way to spend my first night on tour, man. Just <laughs> well, I, ER bed dying, I kind of had a flashback of whenever I, you know, me and Brent worked on your guys' van. And then the first day you guys sent me a picture, like, Oh, we broke down. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. No, this can't happen. 
But um, yeah. but so as far as <laughs> huh, there it is, there it is. <laughs> Just relax a little. Um, so uh, as far as Chernobyl, the secret goes. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, man? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm good, man. I'm there. All right. Um, so as far as to know the secret goes, um, what because okay, so let me just start off and say that Left in Ash has me left in amazement. And that's from a fan standpoint, not a friend standpoint. And I just want to say hats off because Left in Ash god damn it's almost like another chapter of chernobyl so going yeah. going forward um how like what 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 can we expect from chernobyl the secret in the next uh we'll just say three to six months because i know that we had the uh the the massive the oh god i'm so mad that march 19th got canceled like south by yeah that's one thing yeah dude. and so on so I forth guess, but yeah. i was so upset that March 19th, the officially unofficial from AJ and uh, David Dickens got canceled because that lineup for the, for the pre-selected bands just by itself was great. And I know that I'm partially biased because you know, you guys are, are the, the, Oh man, Uh, it was, it was a phenomenal lineup, dude. But, but I was, I was more interested and I know it sounds kind of shitty. Not, not that I wasn't interested in Chernobyl or Dogma or Snake Father or Barry the Rod or anybody else, but I was more interested in the other bands to be announced. And then like, cause this thing was, this thing was going to be an industry party in a sense. So yeah. what is Chernobyl, the secret doing going forward and how is Chernobyl, the secret staying relevant, staying in people's inboxes and social media feeds? Okay. So, uh, one, helping stay sorry um one thing that's helping us stay more relevant is the fact that the internet usage globally went up like 30 percent, which is huge i could only imagine so i mean i've been scrolling and just seeing just stupid amounts of sponsored ads you know what i mean like way more than usual anyways um we you know this is putting a damper in our practice time and our pre-production time for you know the next few weeks at least i mean i you know man if i was at home quarantined i wouldn't feel so bad about like going around my bandmates i guess but like Mm -hmm. the fact that i i work around so many people and i don't know what i'm getting exposed to uh it's already bad enough i gotta come home and expose my wife you know what i mean so like i don't want to expose anybody else i just wish my wife would expose me know what i'm saying Uh i bet she will no sorry um (laughs) so like i'm you know every day i'm coming home i'm writing on the guitar like um i got some heavy coming i got some like a song the next song that we want to release uh is like a good mix of heavy and pretty definitely probably gonna have some more cleans in there sprinkled in yeah because you've Um, you've stepped up on the uh on the clean vocals my man I did, I did. I, I didn't know I could do it, but I did it. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, I, we'll I we'll, we'll give you we'll band, give you uh we'll give you a little hey. thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you know, I was nervous about that response, dude, because like this is my first time ever putting cleans in metal. And I'm sure for all you listeners you can hear I'm like a super monotone fucking stoner dude. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a mumbler. Like it's crazy. So anyways, um, we're writing, you know, I'm writing, I know Brittany's writing, um, as soon as we can, I'd say at least the next, the first few practices back after all this are most likely going to be some pre-production just cause it kind of helps us, uh, speed up our writing and shit like that. And uh, I can like lay out, just track out everything that I've already got and we can change and add whatever we need to. Um, yeah, because you guys, uh, you guys, as far as practicing, I can attest to Chernobyl, the secrets, uh, uh, oh shit. What's the word I'm looking for? Practice regimen, practice regimen. Uh, you guys do two a week, right? Yeah. Strict dude. Tuesday, like, Thursday. You guys, you guys are some of the, and, and I know I've said this time and time again, but I mean, I've known Chernobyl, the secret from the lucky lounge days. Um, and you guys just have this drive in you that I think other local bands should potentially look up to. I mean, man, it's hard to say just cause you know, I'm not around them, any of these other bands personally, just cause I'm a busy guy. I imagine everybody tries to <clears throat> get together and do the damn thing as much as possible, but that's true. I mean, yeah, we've definitely steady four years now. Obviously, you know, things happen. Practices don't all, you don't have two a week sometimes. Sometimes you don't have any at all, but we definitely try 95% of the time to get together two days out of the week. And we're pretty good about it, man. I mean, do you, you know, think we all, do you think that's a part of Chernobyl's success? So, uh, it's part of like one of the main compliments we get live especially is just you know how tight we sound and even like on shows that i think i was fucking terrible and fucking <laughs> trash like you know like that's like the first thing i hear and i just so i just kind of go off of that man like i go off of what people tell me and i just try to give like the same show every time and i try to do that at practice as well you know no, I, I, I think I, we I, all do. I think we, we, we try real hard to listen to ourselves. We record like every practice and listen back to it. No, I like, I know, like, I know you've done a little side work with, uh, with, with Chris and Chris he, yeah, bull crew crew. I, you know, as good of friends as him and I are, like, I never thought that like I would find myself almost itching to go over to his house to hang out and podcast and do stuff like that. So I can only imagine like, and I know him and I are pretty close. Um, so I can only imagine what it's like to be in a band and not be able to, uh, gather with your, with your fellow bandmates and whatnot and have to do everything kind of remotely. Um, so yeah, what, what are you guys, what are you guys doing besides staying in the, in the Facebook messenger chat group, right. uh, to, right. to, so <laughs> to your, hang out? Your, your question was, Oh, to hang out, man. We just, that's it. We talked earlier today actually about, uh, doing like a group call, like a little Skype session just to talk about a couple of business things, but mostly just to talk shit to each other and do dabs and fucking <laughs> see each other's faces. We all miss each other, man. Like. You know, like we've been a big part of each other's lives for, you know, years, quite some time now, years. So, uh, 
and we got a new addition to the, to the family, Ian Vera. Yeah, how's fucking how's Ian doing? Solid. Dude, love the guy, man. He's solid fucking drummer, solid person, genuine. He's a, he's a wonderful addition to the band, and we all get along. He's super chill. Like He's about it, too. You know, he can't... He literally will book a tour, and he's already talking about the next one, so... Damn, that's what's up. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, my dude, I agree. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. Get any more thing else? Oh, I was just going to say, man, uh, as far as uh, you had asked about, uh, what was it, staying relevant? Three to six month uh, turnout for Chernobyl. At least another single and a music video for both. Like, okay, for sure, a music video for In Search of Solace. Hopefully another single sometime soon. And I'm pushing, I mean, we're all pushing, but I'm pushing myself to finish writing uh, like a whole EP, all the rest of the EP to drop before the end of the year. And, you know, we've been educating ourselves on growing our numbers online as well as just getting organic engagement from fans and everybody like that. And so far it's been paying off, man. Hey, what was the uh, what yep. was the title track of the the latest single? In search of solace. In search of solace. I uh, is that the one with the cardinal or the bird in the in the logo or whatever? Yes. Gotcha. And Jeremy from Barry the Rod did that single artwork. So Ooh! Single artwork. Jay Mills. Jay Mills. Jay Mills, get it done. He's uh, he's helping me out. I recorded a uh, guitar playthrough with him at the studio and. I know that everybody is their biggest critic. And when I started going back through the footage, I, as awesome as I thought it was at the time, I was like, man, I could color correct this. I want to reshoot it. I want to do this, do that. And actually me and CJ and uh, Jeremy been talking today. CJ was like, yo, so what's up with that? Uh, what's up with that playthrough that you recorded like nine months ago? Cause we need content. And I was like, Oh fucking shit, man. You know? And I felt so bad, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I know that people like myself that run the podcast and you as a band member, like you guys, especially in times like this, you have to get content out. You want to keep your friends engaged. You want to keep your friends involved. Um, but, it's just to the point now where, you know, now that I have my set schedule to where it's two on, two off, three off, two off. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous out of a 12 day pay period. I'm only working six days now. So my time has been personally affected. So what I'm doing in the meantime is doing stuff like this. If people will allow me, I will go to their house and do guitar playthroughs or do in-person interviews and stuff like that. But I know that you guys in Chernobyl are always pushing, uh, you know, pushing the limits and, and, and whatnot. And I know, like, I hope that the March 19th show is just the same as it was booked in like six months or four months. I mean, obviously, oh, man, yeah. obviously, the earlier, the better. But if you were to uh, give like a final final shout out final, you know, this is what Hunter says kind of thing. What's your, what's your words of wisdom? Um, to the people or to the music world? Doesn't matter. Everybody. 
Uh, man, I just want everybody to stay safe and I want everybody to actually, you know, take things a little serious. Cause I do know, I don't know anyone necessarily personally that has coronavirus or whatever, but my personal family knows people who have gotten it, died. Everybody just, you know, needs to do their part so that we can all get back to doing what we love to do. And, uh, you know, everybody just needs to like smoke a little weed, dude. Oh, just smoke a little more weed. Just relax. Yeah. Smoke a little weed, relax, uh, you know, love each other. And uh, if you're thinking about taking up an instrument, now's the perfect time, especially if you're fucking quarantining. I play many instruments. Bro, I'm telling you, look, hold on. Over 12 years. Let me me reach back here and grab this thing. Obviously, you can't see this. Yeah, grab me, dude. But but I have in my lap right now, uh, and you'll probably be able to appreciate this it is a kramer focus classic six string guitar that crow gave me um it's actually missing one string it's missing the top string well tech i guess technically the bottom string the smallest one i'm so illiterate when it comes to strings on guitars (laughs) but uh, uh educate me real quick hunter so technically the top string, the top one at the top, that is the bottom string, yes? The thick daddy top string, like closest to the, your chin. Yeah, the thick yeah, one. That's the bottom. The thick one. The you one, know why it's the bottom? The goddamn Cause ones and thick. zeros. Because it's thick. so so chris gave me this along with a fucking amp that i can plug into uh he told me that this thing needs to be restrung and tuned and i was going to take it over to uh either dr john or fucking g dubs and uh learn to play the basic shit as far so that i could uh do like a rhythm section with him um because i always have like Uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, I would love, dude. I, okay. As someone that is as involved in the scene as I am, one thing that hurts me is that I do not have any musical talent as far as playing an instrument or being able to sing scream. So Chris gave this to me and said, well, you ain't got no fucking excuses now, pimp. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like that. Strong words by a strong man. That's it, man. So I have decided to uh, purchase a set of strings. I'm not set on them yet because I want to hand this down to my daughter. Uh, she just turned seven yesterday um, and I, okay. and she's always grabbing this thing and kind of just messing around with it. Kind of like I do. She's probably better than me, <laughs> but, um, but no, it's just, it's neat that, that the way that we have to adjust in our social life, our online life and our, you know, just general everyday life. Um, while, while literally while we're trapped in our houses. Um, so I definitely appreciate what you guys are doing. I'm glad that you're okay. I'm glad that everything turned out on your tour. Um, obviously everybody's bummed that South by and all the other follow on and preceding events are canceled. But uh, I just I just want to call yeah, and say man. what's up, and uh, I'm glad that you're doing okay, you and the fam, and you and the band, and I'm sure that we'll see you guys soon. Yeah, absolutely, man. This last tour was successful and profitable, and I hope that we get this uh, March 19th show postponed to a better date, and it still happens. And I can't wait to uh, just 
play my fucking guitar for somebody. And if there's anything that I want you to learn how to do, I want you to learn some Green Day, nothing specific, and then learn how to play a fucking aerial. Those are two good ones to learn on the guitar, dude. Okay, so uh, so Green Day, anything, and what was the next one? Anything. Aerials, breakfast mode down, man. Every- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Everybody has to know how to play that song on guitar. Is that like a? Is that a must? <clears throat> uh, I wouldn't say it's a must, but everybody, it, even if they don't know how to play it, they know how to play it. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I, I think I can see that. They can figure it out in about thirty seconds. It's like, oh, it's just uh, as Chris says, it's uh, open eight ten. He he always references something eight ten, um, it, it, like a staple metalcore sound or something from the two thousands. Just something eight ten. Um, I know that uh, when I mentioned Bullet for my Valentine once, he's like, yeah, 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 that uh, that uh, open eight ten shit or whatever. I, I can't remember verbatim yeah, yeah, what he yeah. said, but um, open but no. eight, open eight seven, open eight ten. You know. To me, I have no clue what that means, but uh, I will learn. That is that is on my bucket list for this year. By December 31st, I want to be able to just generally be able to play a six-string guitar with my homies. Because when I have an idea in my oh, head yeah. and I fucking pitch it to Chris, I'm like, yo, dude, I got this idea. It kind of goes like this. Like that, that doesn't do him any justice because he's like, what the no. fuck is he talking about? But if I can, Dude, I'm s- just hoping by the end of the year, I can play my guitar with my homies, <laughs> man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're, like, <laughs> <God> <laughs> you're like, yo, new, new year, new me, new guitar. <laughs> yeah, straight up. But all right, Hunter. Well, I appreciate your phone call, dude. And uh, like I said, I'm calling the music community. I mean, if you got a phone number that I don't have to call fucking long distance credits, uh, I'm gonna call you. Um, cause I am literally in my closet in my house doing this because I fucking miss, miss getting out to seeing everybody and, and, you know, high five and hug him. What's up? Getting the pit, get nasty. Especially whenever you guys get done with your set and you're like, nah, man, don't hug me. I'm all sweaty. And then I'd immediately go to the, I don't give a fuck mode and yeah, just attack it's you. A hug. It's always a hug. I don't ever say it anymore. I just know you're going to hug me. So. Hey, that's, that's good. That's good. Somebody told, uh, Chris told me that my, that I, uh, in my, I embodied a gold, a golden retriever. If that makes sense. I can see that. Yeah. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna run with it. I'm going to try to come up with some cool right, little dude. graphic. I'm, I'm about it. But All right, man. Well, I'm going to get off of here. I'm going to call some more people up. But uh, I just want to say thanks for the phone call and wish you nothing but the best. And I look forward to all that Chernobyl Secret has to uh, has to offer us within the next uh, coming months, my man. Sounds good, man. Thanks for calling. Wash your hands. Absolutely. All right. Later, bud. Yo, bastard!